Welcome to the Good Improv Show. That's happening right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. That has been also scientifically proven, by the way. By scientists. By scientists. But it is, in fact, Edmonton's best local station. They did some tests. Peer-reviewed. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does peer-reviewed not just mean you go and throw the study into the lake off the pier and see if it floats? It means some guy named Piers also reviewed. Piers Anthony. Fantasy novelist came in and he he checked it out and it, it, it checked out. Oh, he's written some great novels. He has. He has. Horseman. <laughs> is that one of his novels? That's one. I really liked Horseman. I I'm didn't know familiar. that was his. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. It's where this man fights another man, but he's kind of a horse too. It's like a centaur, I guess you'd call it. But there's centaurs in other books. He's he's uh, known for his uh, Xanth novels oh i haven't heard of those i've read those ones that's the one where the dude named xanth goes yeah. and fights all those old centaurs yeah 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 a lot of horse fighting stuff in his, his work it's real ages too because he only fights the old centaurs leaves the young ones alone well that was only the third book sorry i started at the third book i didn't realize there was two more oh yeah so i read them in reverse order since i already started at the so end So like you're traveling back in time right exactly so he starts with the old centaurs in the middle one he fought the middle centaurs the first one he fought the really young centaurs so he covers everyone oh okay I hope we've uh, convinced you to go and read his books, because this is that's exactly what they're like. You should check him out. I have been reading more recently. Any centaur stuff? Because if it's not, I ain't interested. <laughs> Guys, we're all clowns, and I have kind of a crisis going on inside of me. Oh? And here's what it is. Every day we go out there, we juggle progressively more and more dangerous things, you know, Ooh. chainsaws, yep. flaming things, machetes, what have you. Mm-hmm. I need to step it up to the next level. What are you going to juggle? I was thinking of juggling either either some kind of fast-acting poison or perhaps uh, some active serial killers, you know, something that's a little more dangerous. Yeah, could do that. Or you could also step up and be a real clown and just juggle a regular ball. Juggling used to be about integrity. Wow. And clowning used to be about honor. And where are we at now? Just trying to juggle more dangerous things. Trying to appease a bloodthirsty crowd. You know, the most the most dangerous thing you should be juggling is the audience's expectations. You know? Just get out there and clown it, man. Well, that's what people expect, though. They want to see more to crazy roots. things there. Well, show them, show them the craziest thing of all. A clown doing the clowny things he does best to the best of his abilities. You know, get, on, get out there. Make them laugh. What about three nuclear bombs? What about doing the old banana peel bit, man? What about what Going about and slipping on a banana peel? Yeah, just just you know. I was actually thinking that maybe there could be some razor wire, and I could whoosh, my legs could get sliced right off before I did my brat fall. Oh, you just you're you're just you're thinking too much about the danger, and not enough about the clowning. You guys are just from the old school of clowning, all right? Look, That's what you can do? Go out there and juggle syringes that you found. Not that I found syringes that have like powerful neurotoxins in them. You kids these days. I don't want those in our. In our car, when we drive in, in our tiny car. There's oh. like four, eight other people in that car with us. I well, don't this was the other thing I want to talk about is our car. You know, our car's pretty huge. I'd like to squeeze it down even further. I think we can squeeze the car down by 75%. I've already had three ribs surgically removed. That's so dedication. So fit into these, this car. I'm not having any more ribs The removed. entire upper half of my body is gelatin. As are most modern clowns coming out of the clowning industry, okay? Listen, you old-timers had your day when eight or ten clowns in a car was something to really laugh at and look at. But nowadays, 
Nowadays, people want smaller and smaller cars, but more and more clowns. When's it going to stop? When Where are those bones going to fit? You tell me that. That's the real danger, is that idea, that concept, cramming that many clowns into a car that small. You can't, you can't, you can't keep, it can't be an exponential growth like this, all right? At a certain point, things are just going to collapse in on itself. Yeah. You'll get a tiny car and an infinite number of clowns. That's and, right. And that's Until it's down to ridiculous. one atom in size, I won't be satisfied. There's a singularity there that you can't even see. Pack that many clowns into a car? That's playing with powers beyond your comprehension. You old-timers had your day, okay? I remember back when I was a youngster, I looked up to clowns who had comically long shoes. Nowadays, if your shoes are at least three meters long, you're not even getting in the big top. Do you understand that? You're not even walking in the door. I mean, sure, you old-timers with your long-term clown contracts signed back in the heyday of the circus. Still good, too. Back when the Ringling Brothers were still alive. They don't even use hay anymore. It's a disgrace. Use holograms. Holographic hay. What does the world come to? I remember a simple time when people came to the circus, they wanted to just laugh, eat some popcorn, and watch animals being kept in cages that were too small, clearly, to keep them properly. That's still what people want. Humor and animal cruelty, that's what people used to go to the circus That's what for. they still want. But what they want is deadlier animals in smaller and smaller cages. They want a lion tamer in there instead of a chair. A chair to keep a lion back? I say no. How about, instead, you have a pencil to keep back a Komodo dragon? All right, see, you're arguing against yourself. I, I think a lion's more dangerous than a Komodo dragon. Komodo you ever been bitten by a Komodo dragon? No, because they're slow as hell. They had, could get they away had from to them. take a great deal of the flesh out of my leg when I got bit by a Komodo a lion's dragon. lion's fast. It'll catch you. A Komodo dragon, just walk away. Yeah, a lion's the king of the jungle. Yeah. Used to be. Komodo dragon doesn't even have a title. You guys are so out of touch. So out of touch with what's happening out there. You know what? I'm just going to go out there and I'm just going to do the best performance I can do because that's what... Oh, I'm yeah? Gonna what are you going to do? Huh? You're going to juggle some knives? Uh, no. Then you're going to no, pour some no, water down your pants? No. Huh? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do the old uh, I'm going to do the old fire hall bit. Even in your description, it's called the old fire hall bit. It's old because it's a classic, goddammit. Even when you're describing it in its best light, you and have to you use the what? word old. Then you know what I might do? Might throw a couple pies. I'm going to turn a bucket of water into a bucket of confetti. And maybe do a cartwheel. Get hit by a bull. Yeah, there you go. A bull. Yeah. yeah. A single bull. Yeah. yeah, back when the rodeo used to, you know, operate with the circus. And you had the cross, you know, rodeo clown, circus clown. I'm doing nightly shows where an elephant wraps his trunk around my midsection until I can literally no longer feel my legs, at which point he slams me to the ground five times. That's just gruesome. I got a good show for them. I'm going to go out, to start a pie fight, a good old-fashioned pie, pie fight. Pie fight. Slip on a banana peel, and then I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to take a gun and shoot myself in the head. Now, see, that might be something. Right That might actually be something. I will commit suicide tonight if that's what it takes. My only concern is that when you start the pie fight, the audience will get up out of their seat. When you slip on the banana peel, the audience will already be out the big top. So by the time you shoot yourself, it'll be wasted. When I follow you guys in the clown roster, what happens is the audience is asleep or the audience is on their phone or 
the audience is a bunch of old people and I have no chance with them anyway because they want your type of clowning. Either way, they're not hyped for what I'm trying to bring. What if I start shooting myself? So help me God, it better not be a water pistol, okay? I've seen too much water stuff from you guys too. Smell the flower, it's water. Yeah, really funny, okay? Actually, that's pee. Well, nobody can tell that though. He can, right? You could tell. Well, yeah, because- I sprayed you in the face with it. You yeah, it stung. He knew it was pee. I have a Venus flytrap on my lapel that not only has razor sharp teeth, it also spits acid. So that's the level of game I'm trying to bring to this. I just think you're trying too hard. I think you should just ease it back. Get back to real clowning. The basics. Not putting on all this extra. Why you got a clown so extra? You boys are twins. And I thought of an incredible scheme that we can all pull together here, okay? A scheme? Ooh. We're going to be involved in one of your schemes? You sure are, boys. I love schemes. Now... You boys are identical twins, and as such, you look exactly like one another. I've used this to create an opportunity for us where we can really clean up. Like, oh, like our, chores? Our rooms? No, no, not like that. I'm talking money-wise. Metaphorically clean up. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I have gotten one of you boys a fight with the current heavyweight champion of the world. Whoa. The winner will receive a $10 million purse. And I'm talking money before we get any weird purse ideas okay. about our literal purse. Yeah, no, purse. we know what a purse is, Dad. We've seen boxing matches. Oh, it is boxing? I was going to say, like, heavyweight champion of the world at, at boxing. what? Boxing. It's boxing. Bo- yeah, boxing, it's boxing yeah. I think you boys really have a chance here. Now, because you're twins, here's what I propose. All right. The first round, Justin, you're right in there, fresh, ready to go, pummeling away at the heavyweight champion. I, I think he's probably going to pummel away. The next round, on. you say... I forgot something under the ring. You go under the ring. Uh-huh. Your brother, Jordan, comes out into the corner pretending, pretending now that he was just finishing the first round and he would got the thing that he'd forgotten. Okay. And then I come out with him and all No, no, you stay underneath the ring at oh, this okay. point. All right. Now, the second round happens. Jordan, fresh as a daisy, may I remind you, goes in there, really works the champ over, giving you a chance to recuperate. Round two bell rings. Uh-huh. Jordan returns to his corner. At which point he says, remember that thing I was going to go get? I forgot something else under there. Should have grabbed it at the same time. Don't know what I was thinking. Sneaks under the ring. Justin, here's I, where you come into play. I come back out the other side. No, you, you stay under the ring. You stay under the ring at this point. Okay, then what do I and do? Justin so comes we're out. Of, oh, we're both under the ring? Now you're in the corner okay. holding two items. Saying, don't worry, guys, that won't happen again. Spoiler alert, it will happen again at the end okay. of the next round. Okay. Now, so, you're working the champ over because you had that three minutes to just rest and relax. And eventually, the champ's going to fall, right? I mean, eventually, he's just going to be, I'm overwhelmed. This person seems to have unlimited strength. Can I, can I, can I uh, just uh, suggest an alternate scenario? Is I, the bell rings, he hits me really hard, and I fall down and can't get up to get under the ring. Then you roll under the ring and I roll out. Thank you very much, Jordan. Thank you. Now, we have one good son, at least, in the family. Obviously, if you hit the canvas, you'd be like, whoa, that had such force when it knocked me down that it rolled me right out of the ring and under the ring. Then your brother comes out, leaps up, starts attacking the champ, right? right. If he gets any damage on him, aren't they going to know that it's not 
that something has happened? Unless he, I'm like Wolverine. There is will be I'm... a makeup kit underneath the ring, and a small closed circuit television. I've paid for the pay per view already. Makeup. You'll put the makeup on in the way that makes it look like you've received the wound. Is it makeup you can sleep in? That's important. Well, my more my point was, if you came under the ring, what if I can't get up? And then that's just you out there, or vice versa. That would ruin the whole plan. Yeah, yeah. But fortunately, your old man thought of a contingency. Oh, all right. Also underneath the ring, me in a realistic mask that looks exactly like your faces. So then you'd you'd go up. I'd c- jump in in the contingency of an emergency. You should start the match then. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, this sounds like a great plan, except you should start, Dad. Because you're the oldest and wisest. Yeah, you you probably get the best first shot at him. And then, yeah, round two, you can tell us, like, here's how he fights. Yeah, here's yeah, give us some advice, and then, then we'll go up after, you, after you've been in there for three minutes with him. We'll, we'll go next. Yeah, and you were born, like, six minutes before me. Yeah. Well, the only problem here is with that is that I'm kind of the only one who knows the whole plan, right? I told you about the first four rounds, what would happen. If we reach after the first four rounds, you boys are just going to be lost, lost in the woods. You won't have any idea how to do the plan. Oh, I've been lost in the woods before. That's fun. I've seen the movie Into the Woods. It's a musical. What if he starts singing while he's supposed to be the punching? Guy, the guy I'm punching? What if the heavyweight champion of the world starts singing? I'll probably just sing along with him. He was oh, what saying, if, what if what you if start, start singing, singing? But that is a troubling answer, son. <laughs> it could. Well, I mean, that's just what happens in musicals. I mean, one guy starts singing, you start singing. Because, I mean, you saw that Rocky. You saw that Rocky musical, right? It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. You get out there, suddenly you're struck. That was the Rocky Horror Ship, uh, picture show you're thinking of. I don't think it was. Oh. I don't think it was related to the boxing. Well, game. I haven't seen them all. Do you boys know. not want to win a ten million dollar purse? Is that what I'm hearing? Keeping in mind that purse is not a literal purse, but ten million dollars. I don't want a purse. I don't think Jordan's listening to the plan. Uh, uh, that's a concern for me because I'm worried if I do survive the first round and crawl under, he's not going to know what to do. Well, I'll be underneath there too, right? Saying, "Okay, Jordan, your turn to get out there into the ring." We're all fighting for a purse. Why don't you just ask mom? You can have hers. You won't have to spend $10 million to get one. Even if we accept that what I'm looking for is a $10 million purse, there is no way that your mother has that kind of purse at home. And this champion has that purse? The boxing commission has it. Oh, we'll just ask them for it And they'll give it to the winner of this fight, which should be one of you boys. I'm going to just put it out there that in the event... He does start singing. I will sing along with him. I mean, that's just, it'd just be rude if I didn't. It just makes sense that you would fight the boxing commission if they're the ones that have this purse that you need. I'll fight the boxing commission. I've seen pictures of those guys. I think I could take them. You boys that want to be heavyweight champion of the world and win $10 million, well, that's fine. I'll go and fight the champ myself. I'll hire a couple of other dudes to hide under the ring. I, I approve of this new plan. But. If you hire other guys, they they won't look like twins. We look alike. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to after this match because our face is going to be beaten up. But We can spend the money on plastic surgery for you boys to restore you to the same twin status you had before. And uh, this is the place that I was telling you about. Now, just knock on the door here. Uh, Mr. Moser. Uh-huh. What? Huh? You home? Sorry, I was... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, come on in here. Oh, thanks. thanks. I was uh, asleep on my sofa. I'm from the federal government, and I'm here today with this 
park ranger. Hi there. Because Hello. a red-breasted chirping bird. A warbler. The warbler was recently spotted in your home. And your home is being declared as a habitat. It's a very rare bird, uh, Mr. Moser. Uh, it's important we protect it. Very rare. So we're going to have to, in the public good, take over this space as a natural park. Yes, we're going to be setting up a watchtower here, uh, some uh, feeding stations. This ranger is going to be in charge of this park? Yeah, I'm stationed at this park. Uh, gentlemen, I think I think you may have the wrong house here, actually. Um there was no red-breasted warbler or chirping bird came in here. Um, but, you know, funnily enough, I did have an incident at the house yesterday. A uh, a big red chicken came in. So it's kind of coincidence you guys are here looking for a red-breasted chirping bird. And, and where, 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 where does chicken go, Mr. Moser? Looks oh, like right, in, right into the pot, yeah, obviously. Looks like you just eaten. You're still a little greasy around the mouth there. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. So did you eat a well, r- uh, rare red-breasted warbler? No, I ate a giant red chicken, fell asleep on the sofa, then you guys started banging on the door. I was eating some leftovers from yesterday. There's a lot of red feathers there in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, you can check those out. Chicken feathers. Well, I, the paperwork's already been done. I mean, this is now a, a provincial park, Mr. Moser. I just, I think... Well, well, hold on. If there's no animal here... I'd hate to see this poor red-breasted chirping bird, this warbler you guys are talking about. I'd hate to see him not get... The attention he deserves here. I just I feel bad because I only have this giant red chicken that came in the place. Really sorry, Mr. Moser. There must have been some sort of confusion on our end. I trust this won't happen again. All right. Sorry for inconveniencing you. That's okay. Cut to next week. Oh, what are the odds? Back yeah, again. No. Same place here. Huh? Oh, Mr. Moser, you're up. Hello, Mr. Moser. Hey, I saw you guys coming. Yeah, we're back again. Yes. We had a report of What's another... Going on? We had a report of another endangered animal. What? That was seen. Yeah, a, a wood bison? Wood bison. It's a report of a wood bison. Wood bison? No, in, I don't. In your house. I don't recall anything like that. Um, I did have that brown cow. Yeah, the big brown cow that came through. Did have that. It just came into your house. It was wandering around. I kind of coaxed it in because I thought that guy, that guy would make a good good ribs. And just, just where, had some where ribs, is it huh? now? In my belly, mostly. The whole cow? Not the whole thing, just what I cooked up. I mean, I got some of it in the freezer, some of it just in the fridge. You guys are welcome to have some. I'm more than willing to share my bounty with you. Look at anything like this picture of the wood bison? I guess uh, same coloring. But it was just a cow. Same sort of, same sort of look, I suppose, you know? You sure it was a cow? Well, it, it tasted a lot like a cow, Certainly. I guess there's no way for us to prove it was a wood bison. No, I'm sure he knows his sense of taste. Look, I want this wood bison to be saved as much as you two fellas do, you know? I don't want to see a poor wood bison out there wandering around uncared for. What can I do? You want me to get you want me to get my shotgun and come out there and help you look for him? No, no that no. won't be necessary, Mr. Moser. We'll we'll just be on our way. Sorry for inconveniencing That's you okay. again. You know, it's all right. I'm sure our paths won't cross again. Yes. Well, let's hope not. The last time. We cut to the next week. Uh, hey, hey, g- guys, guys. Oh, hey. I'm glad I ran into you out here on on the woods. Now, I want you to come back to my home. I I got one of those animals. I think maybe this time it's 
something real unusual. Oh, all right. What does it look like? I'd like to to show you guys here. Well, it's really weird looking. It's small. Got kind of this weird curly tail. Got a weird round nose with two holes in the center. It's like like a pig. What what do you mean? Like like a like a pig? It's no, it's like nothing a like a pig. Nothing like a pig. Had these four hooves that it walked on. It was all pink, fat, making this terrible noise. That sounds a lot like a pig, that Mr. Sounds a You'd lot have to like see a... it, probably. You'd have to see it to really understand what I'm talking about here. Okay, all right. Where is it? It's back at my home. I got it trapped in there right now. Okay. I didn't dare go near it. I thought it might have been a venomous creature or something, the way it was looking. Well, it sounds a lot like a pig. I, I mean, mean, we really only handle endangered animals. It sounds like it's just your run-of-the-mill Yeah, you can regular... go ahead and eat that if you want. I would never want to tuck into some endangered creature that nobody's ever seen before. You're telling me you've seen an animal that has a flat nose? Yeah. All animals have some sort of bulbous nose. That's what animals look like. Well, not a pug. A pug has a shoved-in face. I would Still has a nose. Pugs, but... What about a slug or a leech? Slugs don't have noses. I can't believe that what I thought were two professionals are just going to let this go by the wayside. Uh, all right, fine. You we'll, know? we'll come look at your pig, Mr. Moser, and then, then well, we have important stuff to do. Is it an endangered pig? Sounds like a regular pig. I've never seen a creature like this before in my entire life. Some sort of alien being yeah, for look, all look, I look. know. Okay, I'm bringing a pig up on my phone right now. Does it look like this? I guess it's somewhat similar. If you kind of squint and just turn your head at it so you just barely catch a glimpse of it. It sounds like it's a pig. I, I'm thinking it's a pig, Mr. Moser. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll be okay. Always knocking on my door when you guys need something, but when I need something, just forget it. Typical government. Welcome back. Uh, thank you both again for joining me. Now, uh, just to recap for our audience... I'm sitting here with two people who used to be at the top of their game in the trapeze field. Obviously, the very famous trio, the trapezes, as you were known. Yes. But yep. uh, only two of you here today. Yeah, sadly. Sadly. So, uh, let's. Talk, I guess we'll just talk about that. The death of our beloved triplet? Yes. Oh, well, if you like, I was going to ask you um, if you missed trapezing. But, yeah, we can start there, sure. Oh, uh, well, um, it's actually four years ago today that our a beloved uh, brother died during one of our acts. Yep. He actually he popped a, a mint in his mouth before we went on. We told him not to, not do to that. but uh, he did it. During one of our catches, it got lodged in his throat. Well, we tried to give him the Heimlich in midair. But it was unsuccessful. It was unsuccessful because we dropped him. That's just sad that something as small as a mint could take him away when today, when you perform, you two often eat during your act. I'd just like oh. to make a small correction to what you said there. The mint isn't actually what killed him, although it was instrumental in causing his death. I think what I, ended up killing I, him was the fall, according to the my coroner. My brother and I disagree on this. I feel that he, he probably was dead. Before he hit the ground. Well, the coroner doesn't doesn't agree with that. It was the that. mint that killed him, not me dropping him trying to do The, the coroner homework. does not agree with that. The coroner... Fortunately, the courts did. Because this is also the three-year anniversary of us being acquitted of his death. Yes, so that's, that's, that's good. Congratulations Thank on you. that, by Thank the way. You. Thank you. It's a tough victory. Yeah, but a hard-fought one. I just... There are a few things about the trial that I do regret. 
I regret we had to smear our brother's name so hard in yeah, order to make him, really look him look like bad yeah we didn't want to go to jail aggressively too it's a very aggressive smear i regret that we insisted on wearing our sh- stage outfits to the trial to the trial i still put forth that that is what got us on the good side of the jury those yeah. tumbles we did couldn't have hurt either no that's true that's when true. we reenacted the crime for the jury they took a field trip to the big top where it all went down yep. and we yep. performed the routine yep only it was a stuffed animal we had with us yes. that time. I think that really resonated with them. Mm-hmm. Yours was a curious case too, as you were allowed to have the circus try you, a uh, circus court. Yes, it was circus court. Absolutely, it was circus court and a media circus as well. Like literally, a, a media was all people from the circus. Any animosity about that term, media circus? You feel it steals any of the thunder from the real circus? A little bit. Yeah. But honestly, that was the nice thing about our trial, I guess, if I had to take one positive away. It's that the melding of, you know, the media circus and the regular circus finally coming together and a little bit of solidarity getting behind trying to uh, Mm. put us behind bars. A lot of people expected you to show up in a tiny car, but you just showed up in a regular vehicle. That's That's a common misconception about trapeze artists. That's a clown thing. thing. Oh. clown thing. The clown trial uh, that followed ours, though, they showed up in a tiny car. It was... uh, they were trying to find out if, uh, well, somebody shot himself in yeah. front of a crowd. That didn't garner much attention. Nobody, no, nobody, nobody really cares about clowns nobody, anymore. Nobody cares about a dead clown, you know. No. That's actually an expression uh, in the circus. It means don't worry about it, right? That's what it'll say. Like, uh, oh, I screwed this up. Oh, nobody cares about a dead clown. Exactly. Then, you, know, you move on. And so you two are back with a whole range of meals that people can make. While they're swinging around upside down. That's right. We wanted to take one of the standout moments from our trial and really apply it to a few new food items. So we've got a mint chocolate chip ice cream that we've branded with our likenesses. We have a new uh, cookbook actually coming out. Uh, It's going to be hitting shelves uh, in a couple weeks. A lot of mint dishes in there. A lot of mint. A lot of mint. We like our mint. But uh, yeah, it's all recipes that you can make while hanging upside down, swinging on a trapeze. It's funny you mention our new act and... The, the eating that we do during the act. Mm. I'm glad that you mentioned that earlier in the interview. I wanted to circle back around to that. Because one of the reasons we do that is as a tribute to our fallen brother. Mm-hmm. Trying to eat all the mint you can. Yes, yes. Just to, just to show people that, hey, it's okay to, to do trapeze acts while you're drinking mint. You have to move on. You have to move on. Well, um, you said drinking. I mean, now you do drink some We mint. have some tea. We have some mint tea. We I, also have, I have a creme mint, de mint. I have a mint julep. Uh, I do a, a tightrope routine with a mint julep. Yeah, so we have a couple of mint drinks also in there that we incorporate. Oh, the cocktails are in the book too? Of course, absolutely. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, the end. Oh, cocktails. Just to make sure to pick one of those up. We close our routine, of course, with the famous hoagie Lady and the Tramp eat-off where we, we have separate trapeze and we meet in the middle of the hoagie and, and, and bite the hoagie bite our way down to the center. Now, that's interesting that you mention a hoagie because during the trial, hoagie crumbs were found on your hands and actually, a lot of people think the cause of the fall was a mustard slip when you tried to I, grab. I, I dispute that. I dispute that. If anything, mustard would have made my hands sticky. more sticky. That's exactly what I also said in defense of my brother here. One question by the judge. I think that's just it's just uh, hearsay and uh, and rumor mongering. You guys have a mint mustard in here too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, again, we're trying to meld the various elements yes. of the trial together to I mean, stick in the public consciousness. We thought, what better way to remember our brother than take the thing that killed him and make a cookbook out of it? Uh, Justin, can I also reveal one other thing we're going to be doing in tribute of our brother? Is it oh, okay if I, I reveal I, this? I, oh, we're not let me re- let me reveal well. this. Let All me right, reveal okay. this. Though. Let me reveal this. All right. In our next trapeze routine, we have a tribute to our brother where we recreate his death using a person who has plastic surgery 
to look exactly like him. Yes. So My people can goodness. re-experience yeah. it again for yeah. the first time. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. Some people call it tasteless. We uh, call it a tribute. His estate actually finds it very tasteless. They have attempted to sue us. Highly, mm-hmm. highly tasteless. Tasteless is also the name of your book, Tasteless, an Adventure in Mint. That's right. That is the, the state people are living in currently. They're living in a state of tastelessness. If they add mint in... Things would perk up. It sure perked me up. It helped me get through those tough times. Don't cry, but you are at the end of the Good Improv Show for this week. But next week, we're going to be right back here on gradio.ca. Radio.ca is the best local station in Edmonton. Did you know that the best site on the internet is goodimprov.com? Did you know that if you stick uh, a needle uh, in the beer far enough, um, you see weird, weird colors and pass out? Leave a like if you did know some of that, and smash share if you didn't. Subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on social media at Good Improv. Live life.